wildly, everyone. It's Marcus Howard. Hi. Hey. Oh, goodness. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's me, Marcus. I'm your host for tonight. All right, let's get this comedy thing started. We got a bunch of great comedians for you tonight. Uh, this is the best open mic in San Francisco, you guys. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to get into some bits right now. All right, you guys, so I, uh, I don't drink, you know. I'm, uh, I'm not a big drinker, uh, but, like, whenever I tell people that, they always assume that I had a problem with alcohol, like used to be an alcoholic or something. Uh, but that doesn't really happen with other things, you know. Like, when I tell people I don't go to the gym, uh, no one assumes I was, like, really addicted to chin-ups at one point, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. so, yeah, I don't drink. I also I don't smoke. I don't smoke weed, you guys, because for me, smoking weed is kind of like, yo, you remember how stupid you felt that one time you called your teacher mom? Uh, well, what if you can feel that way like two hours at a time, though, you know? Yeah, so I uh, don't drink and I don't smoke. So whenever people find that out, they're like, okay, what do you do for fun? Like, how do you have a good time? I'm like, well, that's a very easy question to answer. I don't, okay, you guys? I don't have a good time. Look, for me, having fun and a good time are just like words that people say that I don't really understand, you know, like 0% APR or no student debt. I don't know what the fuck that means, okay? But yeah, like I don't drink, but I actually I do spend a lot of time in bars. Uh, just like I like watching people, you know, because I'm like a massive pervert. And uh, one of my favorite things to see is uh, is uh, two women when they meet each other for the first time in a while. You know, they do that like banshee well. We're like, oh my god, Stacy! Ah! And then they like they do it because like apparently I think that they hate eardrums or something. But like that, that's like a uniquely woman thing, right? That like scream thing when they meet each other. Because like, can you imagine that having two guys do the same thing where they meet each other and they're just like, "Yo, Tyler, bro. Yo, Tyler, bro. Yo, Tyler." Ah! <laughs> yeah. See, it doesn't really work out the same way. See, I uh, I've been dating somebody new. I've been dating a uh, white girl, and you know, yeah. There we go. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Interracial dating, dude. It's the future. Watch out, white boys. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, I've been dating a white girl. You know when you start dating somebody new, you share on, like, your hobbies and interests, right? It's a common thing. Uh, I've been doing that with this new girl that I've been seeing, and uh, that's why, like, I've been able to get her really into, like, video games and watching anime, and she's gotten me really into, like, chai lattes and fucking black guys. You know, it's really worked out for all of us. Uh, but yeah, this new girl that I've been dating, uh, she's got like a, she's got a big hairy pussy, you guys, just real, real hairy. Like you, you don't really see bush on women anymore these days, you know. Like, like n the only time that you see bush on a woman is if they're like one of those like eco terrorist types with like a haircut, you know, and then their pussy just looks like the force of Chernobyl, you know, just untouched by human hands for years. You know, I don't want to like go down on that and just like spit out a full size gerbil and be like, what, well, bitch? Why do you have a gerbil in your pussy? Yeah, no, like she has like a real big like bush, you guys. Like I'm serious. Like I'm I'm talking about like African bush people bush. Like whenever I'm going down on her, I feel like I need like a machete or something. Like I turn into Vidal Sassoon. I tie my hair back, start putting up hair clips and shit. It gets real wild. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I uh. I, uh, I'm not originally from the Bay Area. I uh, I did uh, so I have moved out here, but uh, my first time in the Tenderloin. If you guys don't know the Tenderloin, it's like this real like crime-stricken area. There's like needles all over the place. So the first time that I was in the Tenderloin, I'm walking down the street and I'm seeing all of these uh, needles everywhere, and I'm just like, man, this city is really stricken with an epidemic of diabetes, you guys. Oh my God, there's so many people that need their insulin shots. All right, let's see what else we got. I, uh, 
My uh, I, I I talk a lot about race. I uh, I feel like the country still has like a a lot of uh, like a. There's like a long road still for us, but I know that it, it's a lot better. Like, it, like I definitely, me, a black guy, the new age, has it way better than my grandfather does. And I know that because my grandfather actually told me a story of one time where he got a water hose sprayed on him on his way to work. Uh, he was on fire, but still, he had it so much worse than all of us, okay? All right, let's see what else. I, uh... I, I spend a lot of time in, uh, in liquor stores because I'm fat and I hate myself. And, uh... And you know my favorite thing about the liquor stores are the signs cuz all the signs for a liquor store says liquor and groceries. Liquor and groceries. Uh those places have a whole lot of liquor and but I have never seen any groceries inside of these uh liquor stores, you know? Like the closest thing that they have to groceries that passes for it is like cans of tuna and Vienna sausages. Like who's going grocery shopping there? Like some bomb shelter doomsday prepper or something, you know? Honestly, I uh, have a tumultuous relationship with uh, with liquor stores because, like, it, my relationship with the liquor store is a lot like my relationship with an ex, you know? Like, whenever I go in there, I'm just like, fuck, man, you know, you said you weren't going to do this again. You know, there's like, every time you come here, there's nothing healthy for you, but you never learn your lesson. But then, like, when, you know, it's like 2 a.m. and I'm feeling uh, a little self-loathing and I really just need something good and I'm inside of one, I'm like, you know what, we can maybe try this again. All right, let's see what else. I uh been learning about spiders lately. Uh my uh my uh I actually before I get to that one, I uh a lot of my white friends are very uncomfortable around black people. Uh but to be honest you guys, like calm down. It's not that big of a deal. Uh when it comes to black people, we're a lot like spiders, you know. Uh we're very scary and even the little ones can kill you. So watch out, okay? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I've been learning about spiders. I uh, My favorite spider that I've learned about so far is one that's in Africa. It's called the Dancing White Lady, okay? It's really cool. Like it, it learns how to build these huts out in the, uh, out in the uh, desert because it went to Coachella and it gets its name because, you know, it's really into Lizzo and says stuff like, Slay, Queen! <laughs> All right, those are stupid spider jokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my girlfriend recently told me that... Uh, and she said that uh, on her period, she thinks that she's addicted to chocolate. She's like, oh, my God, whenever I'm on my period, I feel like I'm addicted to chocolate. And when she said that to me, I'm like, I don't think you understand what addiction is. Because what does your rock bottom look like when you're addicted to chocolate? You know, you're just like sitting there and you're just like, <sighs> you know, uh, it was a real hard time for me. You know, I remember my lowest point ever was I was out in a back alley sucking dick for a Hershey's, you know. By the way, this is a Kit Kat. Oh. <laughs> All right. I uh, grew up very poor, you guys. I uh, was a very poor kid growing up. Uh, like uh, The way that I learned I was poor was back in middle school because when we were all sitting around the cafeteria during our lunchtime, you know, uh, every kid would bring out their snacks. The snacks were like the, the middle school economy you know, for us, right? So like, you knew a kid was balling when they, when they busted out like their fruit roll-up. I didn't get fruit roll-ups, you guys. I had fruit leather, okay? Do you know fruit leather? <laughs> Uh, it is the best way to eat an entire belt, okay? It's disgusting, and I hated it. But, um, but yeah, growing up poor, I remember, uh, like, I, I, didn't, I still didn't have, like, full confirmation that we were poor. So one time I just flat out asked my mom. I was like, hey, mom, are we poor? And she said, no, honey, we're rich with love. Uh, yeah, but then she gets pissed off at me when I start blowing dudes for money. She's like, Marcus, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm getting rich with love. Come on, mom. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, but I am broke now. I, you know, transfers from childhood to adulthood. Uh, have you guys ever been so broke that you just involuntarily become a vegetarian till payday? 
Yeah, dude, that's where my life is at right now. It's great. You know that I, that you're broke when you start hanging out with your family more, you know, just to get some free meals and shit? <laughs> yeah, it's real bad, man, because I fucking hate my grandparents. My grandma, actually, is a raging bitch. Uh, my grandma's been trying to get me to uh, teach her how to, uh, how to use the Internet, right? But I've been purposely teaching her incorrectly so that she gets frustrated and quit uh, because my grandma, you guys, is a massive bitch. And I feel like if she discovers Facebook and Twitter, then I'm just releasing a monster out there. And I can't do that to the people. Yeah, my grandma, she has been a big bitch. She used to be, like, really nice, uh, but she recently just hit the age of 85, which uh, isn't very easy for black people. And once you get past a certain age, uh, there's, like, no fucks given anymore, you know? Like, as an 85-year-old woman, like, back in the day, she used to be so sweet to us. Like, like the tactics that she uses now to get us to call her more often have gotten very aggressive, and I'm not a fan, okay? Like, back in the day, she used to leave us, like, a little message on her phone and be like, you know, be sure nice if you called your grandma every now and then. Uh, but now that she's older, there are no fucks given. She took the gloves off, you guys. She recently left a message that said, hey, I will be dead in a couple years. You little motherfuckers better start calling me. And, <laughs> and like, I'm not even, like, Jewish or anything or, like, Catholic, but I felt Catholic guilt in that moment. And like my sister, she's a real sweetheart. And so she was like, uh, she was like, oh, granny, you know, don't say that kind of thing. You know, you've got many years left on this earth. Uh, but meanwhile, me, my cynical ass is over here like, okay, let's be real. She is an 85-year-old black woman who smokes Newports and eats pork chops three times a week, okay? This bitch should have been dead like three weeks ago, all right? <laughs> like the only reason that this woman is still alive right now is because God himself sent a cease and desist letter and was like, no, nah, we're not ready for this bitch yet, okay? All right, wait, was that my light, Pam? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, well, we're going to keep this thing going, you guys. That was me and uh, a bunch of half-break premises, but we got a bunch of great comedians for you tonight, you guys. So I want you guys to put your hands together right now for the very funny, your next comedian. His name is Mr. Shannon Kennedy. How's everyone doing? Love to see this packed crowd. Gender diverse as always at Mutiny Radio. I was telling people, man, if it weren't for that women's march, this place would be packed with women again, and clearly it is. So um, I feel you about not liking your grandma. Um, my family and my grandma's last year, we played hot potato with her. So hot potato is a game you play with when a potato has gone bad. You just throw it from one person to the next and hope it splatters or, you know, gets dropped by someone else. So my mom, aunt, and uncle did the same thing with my grandma over the course of a year. We just were like, she's yours now. We had her for three months. And then finally, she, uh, my family's the one that dropped her. So yeah, it was a fun game. Um, so anyone here mentally ill? <laughs> the two people who are honest so I've heard people say like yeah mental illness can feel like having a monkey on your back and I'm like eh, like I'm having a monkey on my back sounds kind of cool you know like I like to talk shit it likes to throw shit I like to climb trees monkeys like to climb trees like at this point I am just describing my ideal friend you know but if they would be like yeah that monkey on your back but it has a hammer that's made of depression anxiety and regrets and it only stops hitting you with the hammer when i'm drunk or high then i'd be like yeah mental illness feels like having a monkey on your back and boy does it like to swing <laughs> so anyone here follow the news anyone yeah so trump threatened to destroy iranian cultural sites and normally when you threaten people they tend to respond with a similar threat. 
But I realized there's no way Iran could respond with a, a similar threat to America. You can't threaten to destroy American culture because our culture is destroying other cultures. Like, that's our bread and butter, especially native cultures. Like, if Iran announced right after Trump talked shit, like, we are going to destroy American cultural sites, our only response would be like, uh, yeah, we're way ahead of you, dude. We appreciate the help, though. So, um, speaking of news, crazy fires that have been happening in Australia. Uh, did y'all hear about the girl who was raising thousands of dollars in charity donations by selling nudes? in return for fire donations. Yeah, like that's, I'm just thinking in a thousand years when they're telling legends of this time, those legends are gonna sound fucking awesome. Thousands of years ago in 2020, a great fire ravaged Australia. But then a wise woman negotiated to sell nudes to incels in exchange for charity donations. <laughs> And then wise woman made it rain millions of bucks on the burnt and ravaged outback, thus saving the koalas and preserving species. It's like, wait, a prostitute saved the day? Yes. Wow, wow. Cool. <laughs> what else do I got? Okay, so I went back home for the holidays, got to see my mom, and my mom and I are close because we're the only two people who understand like mental health and shit in our family. So... We were watching TV and I fell asleep on my mom's lap. And I woke up and I realized that technically I just spent the night at my first apartment. Except when I was, you know, like nine months old, I got evicted from my one bedroom and had to make it out in the world on my own. I'm Shane Kenny. You guys have been great. Hey, everybody, give it up again for Miss Shane Kenny. Hey, oh my God. Uh, Shane was just talking about President Trump, you know, uh, this weird tangent, but my, uh, I have a little cousin, his name is uh, Tommy, he's 12 years old, and uh, one day we were talking about the presidents, and he was, I was like, oh, you, you know, it's cool that we had Obama, right, he was the first black president, he was like, no, fuck Obama, and uh, I was like, why, was, why would you say that, and he's like, he stole my chance to be the first black president, and you know what, I think that it's interesting that there's going to be some black kids out there that aren't happy with Obama. Anyway, weird tangent aside, you guys are going to keep this train rolling. Your next comic, he is also very black. Please, everybody, give it up for Mr. Gary Hughes. Uh, I can't believe <laughs> Shane like, sleeps on his mother's lap. <laughs> I was like, why well, you sleep on your mama lap? Like, I don't even share drinks with my mama. She'd be like, I don't know where your mouth been. I don't know where your mouth been. And that's how it's been ever since. You know, it's been just like that. Uh, I have a younger brother. He's about seven. And uh, he's at that age where I should start to tell him about reality. So I'm trying to figure out what should I tell him about. You know, should I tell him, like, Santa Claus is not real? Tooth Fairy, uh, Black People Are Doomed. And I was like, I think I'm going to start with religion. So I saw him praying over his food. And I was like, Ty, what you doing? And he's like, I'm praying to Jesus for my food. And I was like, you know Jesus don't speak English. He's like, what? I was like, yeah. He don't speak English. He's like, he had to Google it. I was like, look, he speaks Aramaic. He don't know what you're saying. <laughs> he's up there with Duolingo like bananas. 
So Jesus does not speak that, dog. And then my insecurities came out in my own personal experiences. And I was like, if, they, if, they, if a woman tell you she love you, it's not true, okay, Ty? You listening to me? You listening? She don't like you. You know, I had to put the insecurities on them. Cause my mother did that to me when I was in high school. When I was in high school, she had a falling out with her best friend. And every and then like from then on, every time I'd be like, Mom, I'm going to my friend house. You ain't got no motherfucking friends. Don't say that word in my motherfucking house. Friends is not a word in this house. I was like, Mom, you need to go to therapy for real. I had a therapist when I was in middle school, after school, Miss Colleen, little white lady, she was very nice. We just played chess and she, I just talked to her about what my mom does to me that's wrong. It was pretty simple. My mom tried to, every, every black person, anytime you need to get help, they want you to get a black person. It's like, oh, you should get a black therapist. Oh, you should get a black cook. Oh, where you going? <laughs> you doing Uber? Make sure he a black driver. I was like, well, I don't give a fuck about all that. I just need help. I don't care if he's black or not. Uh, I just want to vent about that. Sorry. Uh, let's see. I got some. Uh, okay. You can notice racist white dudes because they wear their sunshades backwards. All right. You're like, oh, that motherfucker racist right there, boy. He ain't even wearing them bitches on his eyes. <laughs> he wearing them bitches behind him. Uh, I wonder why, you know, they say the climate's changing and, you know, bees are dying out and they're a big part of you know, population, polluting. Uh, not polluting, but <laughs> you get it. Uh, but black people, black people hate bees. I don't know if y'all know that. Like, we go out to kill, like, if a bee comes around, we try to kill bees. And white people are so calm, they're like, if it doesn't bother you, we don't bother it. And I'm like, yo, fuck that, kill that bee, dog. <laughs> like, at black people households, insects don't last. Just roaches. Just because they're hard to kill, and you got to negotiate. Because white people don't know how to live with roaches. My white friend, she had a roach. She put the whole can on one little baby roach. I'm like, you don't do that to a baby roach. Like, you just let, you got to compromise and just push it out the way. All right, nobody know how to live with roaches. I used to live, my granny used to have roaches, and it was so bad. Like, I didn't have nowhere, I didn't want to sleep on the floor, so I would pull a chair up to their bed, and I would sit in the chair and just lay on their bed like this. I got scoliosis all on my back. My back was hurting like a motherfucker. I was like, I hate spending the night at granny's house. She got roaches. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, climate change, San Francisco. I try to watch the weather before I go out and dress for it. You know, dress for the rain. Then it never rains. I, I think they need like a, a female meteorologist or a black one. Because she'll definitely know it's going to rain. She'll be like, yo, it's about to rain. Trust me. She have her hair wrapped up and shit. Anyway. All right. Thank you. I'm Gary Hughes. Appreciate it. The very hilarious Mr. Gary Hughes, everybody. Uh, hey, you guys, so just as a heads up, a uh, little housekeeping stuff. Uh, they're going to be four-minute sets. Uh, we'll give you one-minute light. Pam, I'll do the... Uh, rah, rah, rah. When the uh, she, leaving she's leaving really soon, really soon so, so look for out for me. Okay. You can do whatever you want to light them. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to, to howl anymore. like a monkey. Um, okay, and then also, you guys, if you, uh, if you, have, the, if you have the ability to, uh, please toss in a couple bucks into the old uh, tip jar from Mutiny Radio. It goes a long way. There's also a Venmo, or just tag a picture on Instagram or something. Uh, with that said, you guys, we're going to get down to your next comic. Your next comedian is a legend here at Mutiny Radio. He is a crown champion, number one in the ring, unstoppable here at Mutiny. <laughs> Mutiny Radio. Please, everybody, give it up for Mr. Matthew Quirk. Ooh, what a little can do. By the way, before I get pollination, pollination. 
Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, I signed up third, but since Marcus took two spots with the intro, I'm going up fourth here. He's going up fourth. Anyway, you guys hear about? Did you guys hear about the new airline food? The Kobe ground beef. They serve it fried. Actually, they only serve it on helicopters. I know, you guys tell all your rape and assault jokes, but we here draw the line at, at, at your childhood hero, right? That's the line for comedy. Got it, guys. Uh, yeah. It's my skill. And uh, anyway, did you hear uh, Seattle recently broke a record for the most uh, days in a row of rain? But I'm not impressed. Call me when you break your record of how many suicides... Yeah. Do you guys hear about uh, how uh, part of Trump's wall blew down in the wind? Yeah. Uh, I would just like to assure you that no Mexicans were working on that wall. <laughs> anyway, it's part of Trump's ongoing battle with the wind between his hair and windmills and everything. Where's Shane following the news? This is newsworthy. So there was a Trump rally in New Jersey. Did you guys hear about that? And afterward, all the Trumpians left a huge amount of garbage behind. And uh, a real Republican would have cleaned up after themselves. That's real. Uh, North Dakota has been passing some uh, anti-trans bills. I mean, South Dakota is passing anti-trans bills. Uh, yeah, that's the meth we're on it state. Nobody remembers the slogan. Got it. Uh, let's see. Can I read my tiny handwriting? Uh, so there's a, there's a ban on tiny homes in America, which I think is an insult as a constitutional originalist. Uh, I thought this was the land of the free. What's the big deal? Can't live in a tiny home? Who here is? Uh, oh, Kanye West wants a white person to play him in the bio of his life. And uh, I would like to alert everyone that I am ready for my close up. Goddamn right you would. Uh, let's see. You guys following the impeachment? Yeah. You know the uh, lawyer Alan Dershowitz who is defending the president? Uh, yeah, this for sale motherfucker. Uh, he's trying to say that if the president does it, it's not illegal. Right? Wow, wow. And that uh, we are... That the, we are willfully distorting, the Democrats are willfully distorting what the, what the uh, founding fathers said. And uh, Dershowitz said no, uh, he's the current world champion at willful distortions. Uh-huh. He's got a new saying, uh, if he did that shit, you must acquit. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, OJ, he, was, he defended OJ. Anyway, I'm getting to the point, I'm starting to think that Alan, Alan Dershowitz killed Jeff Epstein. See, he represented Jeff Epstein as well. Be everyone playing at home. Uh, anyway, currently Attorney General Barr said uh, that people without religion lack the moral capacity to uh, behave in modern society. And uh, is that a disbar or a bar dis? 
That's solid joke writing, guys. All right, enjoy the rest of this hot mic. Champion local hero Matthew Quirk, everybody. Yay. And that's all gonna right. be I have to go, but thank you guys all for being here and supporting the station. It's really awesome. Yay, we love you, Pam. Tonight. Thank you all for being here. Is it all men? Because nothing could make me happier. Uh, Is it the, where's no, is there a lady? There's a lady. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Do you feel no, safe? Are see? you okay if I leave? Nope. I'm joking. Look. I'm joking. Oh my god. <laughs> Way to make it super awkward in here for the one woman that decided Sorry, to brave this it's, room it's full of Neanderthalian nice. men. Okay. Well, <laughs> you guys, your next comic. Uh, for those at home, you're not going to be able to see this, but this guy is channeling his inner DBZ trunks, okay? That's one for the nerds. All right, you guys, your next comic, very funny, runs a great show out in Oakland for cosplay and comedy. Good up for Mr. K. Chang! Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Good to be here. I, for one, would love to see Matthew as Kanye West because you are clearly a college dropout. Oh! Oh! oh. oh. Oh, I shouldn't fuck with Matthew because he's clearly stronger. <laughs> Another Kanye song. Got it? You got eh? Huh? We're going deep on these puns, guys. Uh, yes, like Marcus said, I run a cosplay comedy show. It's tomorrow night, so I need to do a little warm-up. So please pretend for the next four minutes that I am dressed as Super Mario. Okay, cool. Everybody can use their imagination here. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming out. Guys, it's a me, Mario. No, that's not going to work. I'm not dressed as him. It's one of those I look like jokes. Let me skip to the next one. Uh, guys, I had a tough time getting here. Uh, I, ha I got a ticket for littering. Yeah, I threw my banana peel out the Mario cart. It was rough. Honestly, I have a tough time every time I come to California. Last time I threw a banana peel out my Mario Kart, a lady picked it up and said, excuse me, you should really compost this. One time I got in a fight with Donkey Kong and she said, excuse me, gorillas are an endangered species. I was riding around on Yoshi and she said, excuse me, is that a rescue? Should really get a rescue. And then Yoshi laid an egg, and she said, excuse me, is that GMO and gluten-free vegan eggs? Uh, folks, a little bit about me, Super Mario. Again, pretend I'm Super Mario. Uh, I uh, take mushrooms for the same reason that an old dude takes Cialis. To get bigger, everybody. Yeah. But then I realized I've been riding around on a dinosaur and fighting flying turtles. Maybe I've been taking the wrong kind of mushrooms. Uh, everybody knows my brother is Luigi, but I got a lot of famous relatives. That's true. My cousin, the Pringles guy. Yeah, yeah. You ever had constipation and diarrhea at the same time? Eat a whole can of Pringles. That's what'll happen, guys. Uh, another famous relative of mine, I gotta practice this better. This is why I'm doing it at the mic. Another famous relative of mine, the Monopoly guy. Yeah, I got a rich uncle, yes. Like a lot of rich dudes, sometimes he goes to jail, but he never has to stay there. Turns out the best get, uh, get uh, ah, fuck. Turns out the best get out of jail free card is white privilege. Hey. I know that doesn't make sense because I'm Asian, but just remember, I'm pretending to be Italian right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, 
I'm going to practice all these pictures. Gotcha. Cool. I'm just going to spend the rest of this time roasting all of my rivals. Oh, my God. Woo! Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog? Seriously? You ever seen a fast hedgehog? That is Stitch on cocaine, all right? Wario, speaking of cocaine, check out Wario's nose. Uh, fucking, what I got next? A Goomba? A Goomba? Really? A sentient mushroom? This looks like a turd emoji at anger management, all right, guys? <laughs> and then, of course, my main enemy. Who we have here? Okay, don't worry about it. And of course, my yeah, my main enemy Bowser. Bowser looks like an S and M Ninja Turtle. <laughs> no, I do not want to go to your dungeon, Bowser. What's with the spikes and chains? He looks like he is dressed up for the Folsom Street Fair or a Raiders game. I don't know. Bowser's not a Raiders fan. He's from the Mushroom Kingdom, not Las Vegas. There we go. All right, guys, thank you very much. The wonderful K. Chang is Mario, everybody. Hell yeah. Hey, Mario, you forgot one of your cousins, uh, Kyle the barista with the handlebar mustache. Everybody hates that guy. All right, you guys, we're going to keep this rolling. Your next comedian is a guy on the rise. He's great. He's one of my favorites. Please, everybody, give it up right now for Mr. Vishal Kyle. Thank you guys so much. Marcus, you got to call me by my full last name, man. Kalyana Sundaram. Kyle is for the whites, dude. That's my slave name. That's <laughs> I can say that. Who's fucking in here? Make some noise if you're fucking. Yeah. Who's not fucking in here? Stay quiet. Be sad. Uh, I'm a single person, dude. I'm a, I'm horny as fuck, dude. I got to do this single person thing. Last weekend, I was at like one of those bars where single people go to to meet other single people. And it was like every other bar that single people go to to meet other single people in that it was gross. <laughs> I was there and I was like, yo, why is the bar also the bathroom? Why is the dance floor also a swamp? <laughs> Um, I don't know, like you go there and like the people, you don't vibe with them at all, you know? I was like uh, uh, talking to this chick and I was like, uh, hey, you wanna go outside? Like the music's real loud and shitty. We went outside, started talking. I was like, never mind. <laughs> this is way worse. Talking to you is way worse. Uh, it's crowded as fuck in these places, dude. Uh, I was talking to the bartender and he was like, it's $6 for a Bud Light, but for an extra dollar, I can save you the trouble and just throw it on your Armani button down because that's what's going to happen anyway. We don't like that one? Whatever. I was like, ooh, the service here is deluxe. What is the name of this place anyway, buddy? Uh, truck stop. Yo, why is the name of every fucking singles bar sound like a place you go to to take a potty break? It's like fucking, guys, we're going out tonight to go to Outhouse. We're going to Latrine. We're going to Public Pool. Okay. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it was hard as like going out with your bros, dude, because your bros keep saying shit like, guys, we got to get out of here. The ratio's off. The chicks are whack. I want to get a burrito. That's why I came here tonight. I just came out to get a burrito. That's why I bought all these chicks drinks, not to fuck, to get a burrito. Yo, dude, I, I love my bros. I just want my bros to be honest with me, you know? I just wish my bros were like, bro, we got to get out of here. Why? Because I'm uncomfortable expressing my sexuality. <laughs> Putting yourself out there only to get rejected is hella vulnerable. <laughs> I think these burritos are going to my hips. <laughs> uh, 
uh, I'm like, damn, dude, why'd you tell me this before? We didn't need to, we didn't need to come out here. And he's like, bro, because that would be fucking gay. I'm like, damn, bro, I thought we made so much progress. I uh, love you guys. Uh, I'm at a point in my uh, singleness. I'm at a point in my singleness that all single people get to where, like, my like my body's taking over, dude. My dick is taking over. He's talking to me. He's like, bro, you should try and fuck everyone, you know? It, it's bad, dude. Like, I know I shouldn't try to fuck my coworkers, but my dick's like, what matters more, bro? This job or this nut? Jobs are temporary. Nuts are forever. Like, I know I shouldn't try to fuck my friends, but my dick's like, four years of, you, we gotta throw away four years of friendship for four seconds of pleasure, dude. Fucking, uh, we'll move states, we'll find new ones, just like last time. Yo, for a bunch of single guys, dude, none of you relate to this at all. I don't understand. <laughs> for a bunch of, <laughs> all right, I'm like, you guys are great. Um... One more thing. I have this dumb thought that a lot of uh, single dudes now get when we're talking to women, which is like, I'll be talking to a chick, and I'm like, this is going great. I uh, hope I don't get me tooed, uh, which is a dumb thought to have, which is a dumb thought to have, you know? Because like, if I actually brought it up, it'd be like, uh, I'd be talking to one and be like, hey, I just want to check in. Am I using my status or power to coerce you right now? And she's like, don't worry. You have none of those things. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks. Bye. All right. You know what, Rochelle? I think you got something there with the whole like club culture thing, because that is very true. Like the in every club, the floor is always wet, dude. It's like a like a Bart bathroom or something in there, and like there's always like some roided out freak whose name is like Derek or something, who's got his uh, back all or chest puffed out, like he's got scoliosis, trying to get into some shit. You know, he's trying to fight. It's weird, dude. I hate clubs. Plus, it's like always you wait around for like two hours to go inside of a place that's like so dark and sounds like uh, like like the middle of Baghdad or something. You know, you can't ever have a conversation there. Anyway, we're going to keep this going, you guys. Your next comic is a very good friend of mine. He runs a couple shows out in the East Bay on Oakland. Everybody should check him out. Everybody give it up for Mr. Dan Little Lewis. Hey, 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 all right. Vishal, no, I know how you feel, man. I was, you know, just in silence. I don't have any of the raw enthusiasm, but I have exactly the same point of view. That's what happens about 20 years from now, my friend. There's a little peek into your future. Apathy mixed with futility. Enjoy. On that note, yeah, no, I don't know, man. I uh, got to get back in the dating scene, I guess. Like a newly single, you know, I'm, I'm a little afraid of it, though, because it's like, you don't know what you're going to find out there. Like, I read an article written by a guy recently. He claims that he got herpes from someone tonguing his ass. Man, that is really... I find that disheartening. I don't know about you, because it's like... Among the many promising things about receiving analingus used to be... They didn't have to think, I wonder if that mouth is clean. You know, I do the dirtying up around here. What I gave you lasts a week. That's all I'm saying. What you giving me, that's for life. Yeah. What else, man? Yeah, but like, I, you know, getting back out and dating, I'm thinking about how I'm gonna, all the things I'm going to have to do again. I'm going to have to uh, pretend that I read books. That'll be, you know, I'll have to like memorize a few Cliff's notes and stuff. I'll have to like pre pretend I like camping. I'll have to try at sex again. Because I, I got to be honest, I wasn't anybody in a long term, like you kind of give that up a little bit. I'm not going to keep fooling this person for five years. They're going to know how bad I am at this, you know. I have to do those things now that like people do, like think of uh, like think of something else. Like I think of baseball during sex, try to make it last longer. 
That that works pretty well. I bet you didn't know though that the uh, the exact inverse also works. Like if you concentrate hard enough on sex, it makes baseball go faster. It's true. Take it from me. You blow a load about the third inning, they kick you out of the stadium. Baseball over. Uh, I've been doing that one for years. Not really. I don't know, and it takes women too long. Let's be honest, not enough people are saying it. I think this is, by the way, the reason that you're not seeing a lot of like female CEOs caught up in the Me Too thing, you know? Because I mean, you know, I, like they may want to masturbate in front of their employees, but nobody has an hour and 15 minutes in the middle of the day like that. <laughs> like when am I gonna have lunch? With the dudes, I think it's like five minutes into the plant in the corner, you know, I don't know. That's what I read. There are multiple people who have, have stories about go, like finishing in a plant in the corner. If you ever know, like, I actually didn't know who I was talking about just now. There was like three people in the Rolodex. I don't know. <laughs> now, one thing I should have going for me also is that uh, like people say I look young for my age. I get that a lot. And uh, you know, I'm 44, but people are like, ah, oh, you don't look 44. And it's like, I mean, I, I, that should be a good thing to think about it. But like, I don't really see the benefit. You know, like, it doesn't help me get 35-year-old women who think I look normal for a 35-year-old. That doesn't, that's, there's no actual benefit there. And it, theoretically, I could get, like, more women my age, uh, but all I'm doing there is just making them feel good about banging what they think is a 35-year-old. I don't see what the benefit is there. Like, while I'm crawling out the back window as her husband's coming home, being like, eh, you're a very lucky lady here today. She has no idea. Kept my hat on. All right. Anybody else find it amusing that this film, Two Girls, One Cup, passes the Bechdel test? <laughs> they didn't talk about a man once, those ladies. It's a feminist treatise. No. I learned something new about that movie, too, uh, during my research, which was that uh, the actual name of the movie in Brazil, it's a Brazilian film. The name's not Two Girls, One Cup. But the real name of the movie is, and don't shoot the messenger, but it's, it's called Hungry Bitches, Volume 2. <laughs> That's the name of that movie. It's a sequel, you guys. No wonder it didn't make any sense. I didn't see the original. They need to make a prequel to that one, you know? Like, I want to see something. I want to know something about these women's fathers before they jumped off of bridges, you know? And speaking of the, uh, yeah, the renaming thing, I think it's funny when, like, Doug, this is not the right uh, mic stand, is it? You, you, <laughs> speaking of the renaming the movies, yeah, like, it is funny when, when movies get a new, like, a name in different country. Like, in Israel, they called Top Gun um, Love in the Skies. I think that's pretty funny in the translations. Like I, did, I actually encountered this recently. I went and uh, I was abroad and I saw the movie Get Out in uh, Canada. And uh, there it's called Leave Please. It's translation. All right, thank you guys, appreciate it. Get up one more time for the amazing Dan Liu. Hell yeah. All right, you guys, we're gonna keep this train rolling. Your next comic is a new face for me, but I'm certain it's gonna be wonderful. Please, everybody, give it up for Mr. or Mrs. Shay Lee. Yay. Yay. Give it up, guys, give it up for him. Pretty crazy. Um, I met up with a friend of mine I hadn't seen in, God, fucking five years, and we got to catching up and bullshitting and maybe had a little bit of drinks, maybe got a little high and realized that I've been married for eight fucking years. Yeah, this isn't a mental breakdown, I promise. <laughs> Does anybody, can you imagine 
how long eight years is. And I don't mean like eight years in general, but I'm talking about being married for eight years. So think about, dig, dig deep and think about, I don't know, your earliest memory. How old were you? What do you think? Four? When I dig back and think about how old I was, I was still in my second year of marriage. That's how long eight years of marriage is. Yeah, I mean, marriage, it's not that it's bad. It's just not what everybody expects. You know, everybody expects, I don't know, fucking butterflies and picnics and joy. But, I mean, realistically, it's like my marriage consists of, like, me trying to convince my wife that her farts do stink and she needs to plug that shit up and take that somewhere else. Or, uh, I don't know, her complaining about me taking too long of a dump in the bathroom, you know? Um, but I'm sure most of you guys don't know what I'm talking about because you're all fucking single. No, um, as a married guy, I don't understand when somebody from a long, or somebody that's having a long relationship or even a divorce uh, is getting, you know, getting into divorce and they're freaking out like they're saying, Shay, you know, I was married or with this person for five years. I don't know how to go on with myself. What, what, what am I going to do? And I'm just like, what are you going to do? You're single now. You could do anything you want. You can do all the things that you've imagined. Anybody here that's maybe been in a relationship at all, which I don't think so, um, <laughs> uh, would know with your significant other that anytime there's something you want to do that she says no, it's like, dude, write that shit down. Make a list. Fold it up in your pocket, and you go on a quest, and you do all those fucking things. You two at a time if you want. So, yeah, it's just, I just don't get it. What am I going to do? Like, why do you need help with trying to figure out how to do anything you want to do all the time without anybody judging you? doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. Generally, marriage... <laughs> I think that was the end of that part, but um, generally, in a marriage, women like to do one of two things. This is generalizing. Not really. This is my personal experience. They like to play chicken with a lot of different things in your relationship, like who's going to do the dishes first, or who's going to, I don't know, take out the trash, or... I don't know. For me, it seems like anytime my wife is telling me to do something or asks me to do something, it makes me not want to do it in a relationship. I don't know what it is. It's like I could wake up in the morning with the first like idea to go take out the trash, get a new garbage bag out, getting ready to take the trash out of the garbage bag, and she can go, hey, babe, can you take out the trash? And I'll just put that shit away. I'll be like, yeah, I'll get to that later. Yeah, when I, when I remember. Like, I do that shit with anything. So... My name is Shay, guys. Thanks. Mr. Shay Lee, he's in a loving marriage, you guys. Hell yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about relationships real quick, you guys. I'm going to put you all on some game real quick. Uh, person here, what's your name? Charlie. Charlie. Do you date Charlie? Do you date non-binary male, female? 
Everyone. Okay. Well, here, I'm going to just put this out there to the ladies on the airwaves that are dating guys. Um, if you really want to know how much your guy likes you, because like every time when a guy has a girl come over, he always cleans up his house. But if you really want to know how much your guy likes you, uh, the first thing that you need to do when you go to his place is go inside and then go immediately to the bathroom and uh, look at the bottom of the toilet bowl. Okay. Because no guy ever cleans up there. But if that guy cleans underneath the toilet bowl, then that man fucking loves you, okay? All right. Um, we're going to keep this going. You guys, your next comic is another good friend of mine. I love his comedy. He's very abstract. Everybody give it up for Mr. Dwat Mai. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, I want to tell somebody a funny joke. And uh, while they're laughing, I want to tickle them and watch their nose bleed. <laughs> Johnny, I was too funny. Yep. Hey, I think tickling means that uh, anybody can be funny, right? You're not funny, just use your hands. <laughs> your joke didn't work, just reach over. Make it work. <laughs> no hands, I got elbows. No elbows, chin. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> It'll work. Only problem is you, you, can't, you can't tickle yourself. And it's like, hey, here's 50 bucks. Just get in my car. Woo! Officer, I swear. It's not what you think. Swear. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing that we can't tickle ourselves, though, because if we could, after I jack off, I would remain seated and tickle myself until I can jack off again. Right? Like, <laughs> dude, what are you doing in there? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great, you know? Yeah. You know women are more ticklish than men, more nerve endings down there? That means that a woman has a clitoris, but her body is a penis of laughter. It doesn't take a lot of stimulation for her to go, oh, that's, oh, oh. Uh, women come. No, not women, no, men come. Men come. Women laugh. That's why animals do a doggy style. Because when the male jumps on the female's back, his front paws are right on top of her rib cage, and he rubs them in a tickling fashion. So he starts doing this, and then she stops running away because he's a funny dude. <laughs> Anyways. I saw this lady. She had a cane. I thought, hey, if I ever needed a cane, I'm going to get one in the shape of a leg. And then when it rains, I put a boot on it. And then there'll be a bone sticking out, and that'll be my handle. And then the kneecap will lift up, and inside, a bottle of aspirin. And when you open that up, Vicodin. <laughs> and when you pop some in your mouth, just mints. Okay. Anyways, um, I, uh, I carry around an envelope everywhere I go, just in case somebody walks in on me, I'll, I'll lick it and look important. Anybody else? No? Only me? Okay. All right. Anyways, let's see. Something new that I wrote uh, last year. Hmm, let's see. Oh, somebody was talking about how poor they were. Oh, man, I was so poor once I had to eat something that wasn't even there. 
Anybody? You guys have never eaten. I've eaten things that weren't there before. Like, like, like pussy. <laughs> That's just a dumb, ch what am I talking about? Anyways, hey, thanks for listening, guys. Your host. Very funny, Duat Mai, everybody. Oh yeah, you know, after his set, I didn't have plans tonight, but I think I know what I'm gonna be doing later. Uh, all right, you guys, we're gonna keep this train rolling. Uh, your next comic is another new face for me, but I'm certain it's hilarious. Please, everybody, give it up for Mr. Ian Bardenstein. Yay! What's going on, everyone? Um, my name is Ian. I like hiking. I like music, but I love pregnant pauses. Um, as you can tell by looking at me, my mom is Chilean. And uh, my mom taught me a phrase growing up, la suerte de los malos. And literally, it would mean the luck of the bad. But it translates a little better as the luck of the undeserving, or if you will, white privilege. Um, Recently, I was talking to a friend, and uh, I, I made a Gulliver's Travels reference, and my friend hadn't read Gulliver's Travels, so I had to come up with a Cliff Notes version of, of the book, and uh, this is what I went with. I was like, there's this guy, Gulliver, and first he goes to a land where everyone is a giant. He's, he's only about that tall on them, and then he goes to another land where everyone is really tiny. He's the giant. They're that tall, and he finds the whole experience very sexually frustrating. That's Gulliver's Travels. Um, I, I find it strange that, that so many people will thank God for things that they have total control over. Um, like, I, I get why you would thank God or, or thank someone if you were, like, born into a loving family. You didn't do that for yourself. But I was on a hike, and uh, suddenly it got really cold and windy, and I, I was with a friend, and uh, she was like, thank God I brought this jacket. Um, but I, I didn't bring a jacket. So I was like, well, that makes one of us, I guess God kind of fucked up on this one. Um, I'll figure out a, a tag for that at some point. Uh, capitalism has a, a weird way of taking things that threaten it or criticize it and bringing them back into the fold, making them something that can be marketed and sold. And that's why it's so important that we all stay vigilant. You know, we have to stay woke. Brought to you by Viagra. That's right. The modern lover doesn't just want a woke mind. They want that woke dick. Um, if, I were, uh, if I were an organized crime, I would buy a Prius because they're really good for drive-by shootings. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, there have been a lot of really tragic attacks in this country, bombings, mass shootings, uh, and it's really sad. But the one good thing about these attacks is that they're committed by white people because otherwise it would be terrorism. And terrorism is really scary, you guys. I'm just grateful to our government for keeping us safe from the real threat. Um, speaking of terrorists, uh, is anyone here a terrorist? All right. 
Well, I was kind of hoping we could do something about the, the museum of ice cream. So maybe we can talk after the show. Um, I would do it myself, but uh, I don't think I would be a good terrorist because I don't like messes and explosions make messes. But maybe, maybe I'd be a terrorist if you gave me an implosive. Uh, that's about my time. Thanks, everyone. Give it up one more time for Ian Bernstein. Oh, that one. Okay, that's the thing. Cool. Nice. All right, you guys, keep in this comedy train rolling. Your next comic is a very funny guy. Please, everybody, give it up for Mr. Dan Britton. You guys ever ask somebody, can I tell you a secret? And they're like, go on, spill the beans. So then you leave them, go to the store, buy some beans, bring it back to them, op bring it back to them, open up the can of beans, pour it on the floor in front of them, and go, can I tell you this fucking secret now or what? <laughs> you guys ever walk into a movie theater? Like while you're walking into the movie theater, you're like going around the stairs and you're looking up the stairs anticipating, hey, maybe we'll have the whole movie theater to ourselves never happens <laughs> sorry this is what uh non being prepared looks like this is what unprepared looks like okay i'm from san francisco which is a really beautiful city a very historic city internationally known for its uh, sex culture and where the words paint job have a totally different meaning than everywhere else in the world. I didn't know about this one. Just make sure if you ever hire a painter in the city of San Francisco, you guys are on the same page about putting paint on the walls of a building. Oh, well, that's a little different, but I guess I could be in, so I... My jokes are going so fantastically tonight. I can tell that you're just shocked. Okay. Pretty lady asked me out the other night. She said, let's go get a nice lobster dinner. I said, uh, I don't know what lobsters eat for dinner. So let's just stick to burgers. We have a lot of words like that in the English language. that just don't make sense to me. Like, like, how do you describe a room as drafty? Like, man. This room just feels like a third round pick out of Kansas right now. Let's turn on the AC. I was making love to a lady not that long ago and she starts talking all this nonsense like I don't know nothing about. She grabs me by, by my chest. She's like, Dan, I'm coming. Dan, I'm coming. I'm like, baby, you're already here. What are you talking I want to read you guys this article that I found the other day from Business Insider. And you might not believe it, but this is a real story. The title of the, this piece is called Antonio Brown Farted in My Face and Still Owes Me $11,000. I know the title gives you a lot, but like I'm going to read the whole story to you because I want you to get it. Okay. 
Actually, you know what? I'm not going to read it. <laughs> Sorry. Game, just throwing it out the game plan. Uh, I just wanted to talk because uh, half of my family is fucking crazy. And like when you guys think your family is crazy, my family is like legitimately fucking crazy. Like I had an uncle who was like a drunk and uh, his daughter used to like come home to his house and like beat him up and steal his money whenever uh, he would get really hammered. And so the other day, so he died like three weeks ago. And so we had a funeral for him. And this lady is so crazy that we literally had to have armed police officers at his funeral. And I just thought that that was so weird. And I know that like it, this isn't a joke, but one guy came up and talked about his semi-successful marriage. So I thought that I might come and just share what's been going on with me. But it was just so fucking weird, you know? You see, to see a priest saying a prayer, like, we love this man so much. And then you see, like, police with, like, fucking Kevlar vests and, like, hands on their pistols, like, we'll kill somebody if we have to. There might be a second funeral for your family if everyone doesn't behave. Anyway, rest in peace, my Uncle Bill. Thank you, guys. Dan Britton, everybody. Woohoo! All right, we're keeping this comedy train going. Your next comic is a very good friend of mine, and he looks a lot like if Superman decided to moonlight as a club promoter. Please, everybody, give it up for Mr. Kelly Evans. Sweet gag earlier with the mic stand. Seriously. Woo! Great A comedy. Did anybody see when he did that? That was great. He, uh, Marcus came up and was like, anyway, your next comic. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, you're like a white man from the 40s. What the fuck is going on? Anybody else curious about how Duat Mai jerks off? Did nobody else notice when he was like, jerk off? I was like, what? How do you, what? Is that how you do it? I'm so, I just wanted to clear the air with that. That was really bothering me. Um, we were talking about being single, I guess. Who else is single? Everybody's single except for, you're in a relationship. You're single? No, you're married. You're single. I'm just trying to make everybody feel real bad right now. All right. Here's uh, now I'm single recently. Actually, I just got a relationship. And uh, the only thing about being single is like I'm not into casual sex, uh, which is like a thing you kind of have to be into when you're single because that's most of the sex that comes by. It's just like I'm into weird stuff that most people aren't into like the first time. Like when I have sex with someone, I want them to like me. You know, that's strange, right? <laughs> people are willing to do that. Because I'm unlikable, is my point. That's the point. It's unlikable. That's fine. I'm I'm over it. Not at all. I just really want you all to like me so much. Will you just please? That's the only reason I'm doing this. I don't really think there's a hope here at all for me having a career. I just want friends. It's just been very lonely lately. Anyway, it's really went off the rails. Um, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of uh, the people that watch true crime are, are mostly, it's predominantly women who watch true crime. Uh, and uh, one of the reasons that I think this is, is because like they have a higher level of empathy than most men. So it's like they can empathize with the people on the show. Uh, it's either that or they're plotting ways to kill me and get away with it. You know, like does anybody else feel that? Like you're going to get murdered. Anybody else paranoid? Anybody else also do too much cocaine recently and think these thoughts? <laughs> All right. Maybe I'm a little too high. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I started watching them because I was like, you know, I'm single. I'm like, I want to have similar interests. You know, I want to see what's going on with these shows. Also, it's interesting to watch them. And I saw this one um, about a couple and they went like, so they like met each other and they both found out they're in a killing and then they go on like a killing spree. And I was just, I remember just feeling like, 
jealous, you know, like not of the killing, but like you found someone. What the fuck? <laughs> like, see, I'm just trying to find somebody who likes the same food as me. All right. Like that's a lot. I feel like self-actualization has ruined me for relationships. You know, like just remember the days when you like, you were just happy that you had both feet still, you know, cause not everybody did, you know? And like, maybe you got married, but you both were bad. Really? Just everybody was ugly. It was, and smelled, nobody bathed. It was cool. I mean, that was fine. That's the standards that I want to bring it back to. Does that sound, is that fucked up? Like there's just so much less on the line, right? Like I just want, it's, uh, it's just a lot of pressure, you know? And I feel too choosy. I'm too picky, honestly, when it comes to relationships. Anyway. All right, enough relationship shit. Thank you very much. Actually, no, I'm not done yet. I just think it's like, I was thinking about this, like it's since we live in a different age now, it's funny to watch women trying to hit on men. It really is uh, just because you haven't put in the, like the reps of like brutally getting rejected yet. You know, like you're like, I'm a piece of garbage. Okay. I'll take that under advisement. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry for that. Um, yeah, it's like watching a woman hit on a man is like watching like a Make-A-Wish kid play with like NFL players. They're like, yeah, you can do it, man. Get to the headline. Yeah, you can have my number, sure. Uh, they're going to do it anyway. Anyway, that's, I guess, not a good point to end. But I'm done. Thank you. Have a great night. The wonderfully talented Mr. Kelly Evans. Oh, my God, dude. Have you ever rejected a girl, Kelly? Have you ever actually rejected a woman? Oh, it is the best, dude. Because I've done that before, and they get fucking furious, bro. They're like, fuck you. You got a tiny dick. You're probably gay. All kinds of things. And I'm like, these are all true, but that's beside the point. I don't want to date you, Karen. Uh, <laughs> all right, you guys. Yeah, wait, what'd you say, Rachel? Yeah, they aren't. Yeah, because y'all don't have to do shit. You know what? Another thing that I'm going to, real quick, Kelly, you were talking about serial killer stuff and women liking murder porn. You know, I was thinking about that, too. Like, you know, with all the murder porn that women watch, you would think that these bitches would be less easy to kill, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> 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 all right, you guys, we're going to keep this train rolling. Your next comic is also black. Please get up for Mr. Ryan Thomas. <laughs> oh, my God. Marcus out here got me shook. Oh, he enjoyed that a lot. Man, I, I don't like that. Like, has anyone ever used Bumble before? It, like, I, I, I deleted it because I was tired of these, like, no game as having women. Everyone, all women start the conversation the exact same way. They hit you with a fucking wave emoji. And the hypocrisy of it just would piss me off to no end. Because every time you talk to a woman, they expect, or at least they want, you to say something unique and original, but not too unique and original where they feel like you thought about it a lot and like it came through before. So you got to say the exact right thing. And what made me really mad about all these wave emojis I was getting is that I replied every single time. I felt like I should have been stronger for men, but I couldn't really pull it off. Uh, also, you know, the last time I got break broken up with was, it was a while ago. It was like damn near two years ago at this point. And it was so strange because... Uh, we went back to her place and I was sure that we were about to have sex. I was positive. And uh, right before that, we got we got some lunch and she said, hey, I'll pay for it this time. I said, no, 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 no. Let me pay for it, babe. And she said, OK, knowing full well that she was about to break up with me. She still let me pay for the last meal, which I really did not appreciate. And then we sat down on the bed and she's like, oh, we need to talk. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is how cocky I am. I was like, damn, she's about to tell me that she loves me. 
And, you know, we haven't been dating that long, so I don't really know what I'm going to say. I guess we'll find out. She goes, I think we should break up. And I almost said, like, I love you too. But then I was like, <laughs> wait, what? That's what I actually said was, wait, what? And she explained to me that she was breaking up with me because she didn't know why. That, that was why. He was like, I don't, I just, and I, it was a whole bunch of like quarter sentences that didn't have verbs. It was just, I, I don't know. And so after an hour of this and uh, after 30 minutes of her crying on my shoulder, and also the whole time my phone was going off like crazy, I was getting a whole bunch of texts. And uh, I thought that it was like some calls. Turned out I was just part of like a, standard bros group text at the time I was getting broken up with. And so after everything was said and done and I decided to shut myself off emotionally, I was like, look, I gotta go. My phone's blowing up with news that I'm single. So let me go talk to these chicks real quick. Yeah, 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 I got him. I felt, I felt good about that one. And then I left, she tried to give me a hug before. Like I walked out the door, like one last hug. And of course I gave it to her, like I'm not. I was like, yeah, maybe this hug will get us back together. It did not. It. I'm not, I'm not a good enough hugger. Uh, you ever just come up and decide to spitball and then think, you know what, it, what I shouldn't do is record this waste of four minutes. And then like things go like low key decent. And you're like, wow, you know what I should have done was record this four minutes. And here we are. Oh, I'll just listen to the radio. Uh, I also, I think it's kind of funny how, I don't know if this is an American thing or a people thing, but folks like to take credit of stuff that they didn't do. Like whenever people get pissed off, they're like, how is this the case? How can't, why can't we figure out Medicare? Why is traffic still a thing? God damn it, we sent a man to the move 60 years ago. It was like, we, we didn't do shit. That was like a thousand people at NASA. You went to the grocery store. That's, that's all you achieved. All right, y'all, I think that's my time. Make it loud for Marcus. Oh yeah, oh my God. Give it up for fucking Ryan Thomas. Fucking funny guy, real funny, he's good, you guys, all right. Hey, human, hey humans. We're gonna bring up your next comic. Listen, this brother right here is very funny. You know, I see him all over the place, he's a rising star. Uh, humans, give it up right now for Mr. Cody Abe. <laughs> Hi everybody. Um, there's a lot of news shit today, I guess. I don't know. I saw like I saw people saying like don't be racist to like Asians because of the coronavirus. You know, like don't be racist. Like I saw people tweeting like don't be racist uh, against Asian people because of the spread of the coronavirus. And uh, I think that's the perfect reason to be racist. <laughs> you know, like for your health, like being racist for your health is like like tell me that you wouldn't like slip in a couple slurs if somebody was like I'm gonna give you the corona like I'm gonna give you a deadly disease and you're gonna die or you can say these racial slurs like you're gonna say those you're gonna say those things and be like if I get canceled like everyone that doesn't get canceled will be dead so I'm good like I'm I'm fine right now. Um, I uh, I don't know I saw that on Reddit like I I go on Reddit a lot like Reddit's Reddit you guys do Reddit at all. No? Okay. Like I, I like Reddit because it's like the only place where you can look at cute animals, uh, porn, and then go down and then see somebody discussing the ex existential reality of the, the human race. And you're just like, okay, 
I'm, I, I was here, like you go from like seeing a cute dog to like some titties and then you're like, okay, some abstract psychology as to why I can't do, like I can't, like the simulation is real. I don't know. Like, and then you see like a, then you see like an article for the Matrix 4 and you're like, oh shit, they're creating the Matrix 4. They're, they're creating the fourth installment of a series of about a simulation while I'm in a simulation. They're doing that the fourth time. I'm what the fuck is going on? I it's like like Reddit is crazy, dude. <laughs> um what else? I uh I walked into my house today and I saw that like my roommate left out uh, his ball gag. Like he bought a ball gag. He's he's, a, he's my gay roommate. He has a ball gag that that was just out on the counter. Uh, and I thought it was so cool that he was just like so open, you know, and the fact that uh, he's that means he's probably going to stop face fucking me is great. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. I. Uh, OK, that one worked. OK, <laughs> I, uh, what else? I I wrote some other stuff today. Uh, now I'm just going to go uh, back into my other shit that I want to work on. I. Uh, uh, you guys have hobbies? You guys, uh, I'm looking for hobbies. I looked into cooking. Cooking is it seems like a cool one because it's like the one hobby that you just like a, like it's, it's a, it seems like a fun way to assert your dominance over somebody, right? Like I'm going to chiffonade this parsley, bitch, or like I'm going to julienne some carrots. And there's nothing you can do about it. How does that feel? <laughs> I'm going to brunoise potatoes for this nice steak i'm gonna be cooking like like <laughs> you're just asserting your dominance over something like it's 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 the one thing where you can it's the one like hobby that you can show off at and no one's gonna care like they're not gonna be eating that steak like yeah this is good and all but you see the way that he butter basted that that was fucking pretentious uh you know they say uh baking is a science but cooking is jazz have we heard that statement before? Uh, it's a, it's, it's something that goes around in the cooking scene. I don't know if you, <laughs> but um, if that's true, I'm I'm listening to a lot of jazz. That's what I'm doing, and by that I mean I'm ordering a lot of Postmates because I'm a millennial, right? I'm also a hypochondriac. A millennial hypochondriac. What does that mean? That's like a normal hypochondriac, but instead of uh, going to the doctor for my illnesses, I just sit in bed and wait to die. I'm just. <laughs> Like, I don't have health insurance. I do, I don't know how it works. <laughs> Does anybody know what a deductible is? Do we have HMO or PPO? What does that mean? Okay, that's my time. Oh, wow. Hell yeah, give it up again for Mr. Cody Abe, everyone. That guy is a power top in the kitchen. Fuck yeah. All right. You guys, we're going to keep this <laughs> comedy train rolling. Your next comic will never be able to do a black room. Please give it up for Mr. Casey Koenig. <laughs> funny you say that because I have, and it's been a problem. It's honestly every time. Coming to the stage. It, who the f <laughs> All right. Who's playing? <laughs> Every fucking time. <sighs> Thanks for being here, everybody. Creativity is fun on a Friday. Um, you guys ever think about doing drugs for creativity? Like taking psychedelics? Yeah? Just absolutely. Freeze your mind. Yeah, like sometimes I like it too. I like, 
and then I, 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 I indulged in like psychedelics for a little bit to like free my mind. And then I met a guy, uh, or a friend and he was just like, dude, I tried shrooms for the first time last week. And I found out that everything is soup. And I was like, that's it. He's like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, you don't need me to explain that that's really fucking stupid, right? Like, like you, you know this, are you still on shrooms or is it, he was, he was still on it. That was the problem. <laughs> I guess that's the, the thing about it is like, I, I really want to believe that like psychedelics will help creativity, but that would mean that like every Narcotics Anonymous meeting is just full of geniuses. Just <laughs> everybody in there is just like fucking <laughs> Warhol and... Yeah, I don't. I don't know art. Uh, I um, actually one of the weirdest things. I'm going to talk about therapy because uh, apparently uh, toxic masculinity is getting is getting shattered. Uh, also, if rappers get to talk about therapists, like I think I can. Like it's not it's not too weak. <laughs> uh, you t dude, I think Drake opened it up. He's just like I'm sad all the time. I'm on the Billboard 100 every week um anyway uh he doesn't sound like that this is a terrible drake compression <laughs> he does look really sad though he's always like this um yeah so like i went to therapy and um i, I brought up psychedelics once and um uh, my therapist was like yeah that, that might be something you might want to look into um it, it might actually help you out and i was like oh yeah you know i would it's just that i don't know anybody that like you know sell psychedelics and he's like I do. <laughs> I was like, all right, am I, do you have a license? Why are you telling me this? Um, he hooked it up, though. He hooked it up. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> uh, therapy was really weird. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like, uh, I, I guess I had the assumption that I thought, like, I was giving that guy money so that, like, you know, that he'd give me hope and, you know, just agree that nothing is my fault. I and that totally was not the case. I remember like, I, I brought up one day, like I was getting really heavy into it and I was just like, you know, I just really, my biggest fear is just turning into my dad. And he just looks at me and goes, he's like, yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> it, it already has, you're never gonna be able to fight that. And I was like, oh, I thought that was a punchline, but I guess it just makes everybody bummed out. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I also fucked it up a little bit. Um, yeah, I also think that like he 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 did also bring up. Do you guys believe that therapists are obligated to confidentiality? Are they? Is that a myth? They are. Yeah. All right, because he was talking about other people all the time. <laughs> like he was just like, yeah, you know, you think you got problems? Like my other client is a prostitute, and I was just like, is this even a fucking therapist? I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, are you just like a dude that just? I shouldn't have gone on Craigslist is what I'm saying. Like, that's a bad place to find a therapist. Um, I don't have that much more time. And um, by that, I mean I'm going to die soon. I, uh, <laughs> you guys are really bumming me out. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I hope you guys enjoy your Friday. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Casey Co-Negro, everybody. Fuck yeah. He's the realest of them all. Yeah. 
Yeah, yo, y'all, we're going to keep this comedy choo-choo train going. Uh, your next comic is very funny, loving stuff. Everybody give it up right now for Mr. John Gallagher. <laughs> what nobody wants to see, me at the end of a train, you know? <laughs> I'm here, right? <laughs> Time to end this party the appropriate way. Go home, everyone. Uh, yeah, I, I'm getting uh, a little chubby, you know? I found out I was going to too much to uh, uh, fast food restaurants too much, and not to, like, a variety of ones. I found out I was going to the same one too many times, which is bad because uh, after a while, you go to the same place, you order your food, and you realize this fast food restaurant starts rolling out the VIP treatment for you after a while, you know what I mean? Which is bad news, like, hey, you've been, uh, you ordered 500 but here's 501 for free, pal. <laughs> like, that kind of shit, you know? It's sad. So I'm ordering my food the other day, and I go up, and I put in my order. And then out of view, I just hear a dude, like, ostensibly from the kitchen, but definitely in the back, just go, Hey, it's McDouble's guy! Which, <laughs> that's not the one you want to hear. You don't want to be welcome to a fast food establishment like a medieval warrior liberating a town. That is a bad day. The worst part was that there was, like, no visibility from where he was yelling, which means he just recognized like the voice and tone alone <laughs> it was just going off that he's like oh shit it's time to shift into overdrive for mcdoubles man it's scary and it's good you know i'm feeling nice about it i was having another fat fantasy right walking down market street and uh all the rain was falling and it was gathering in the planters like the dirt and the planters on the ground right and i'm walking down the street and i look at that and i'm like huh all that muddy water kind of looks like chocolate milk and i just go mm. Yeah, like start to have that, which is a gross fantasy, and then double down on it in my brain by going like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we could just drink chocolate milk off the ground? <laughs> like this is just everywhere. And then you double back and you're like, no, that is not cool at all. What a fucking nightmare. Like my ideal utopia, my brain was like, wouldn't it be cool to be like a little piggy snooting around <laughs> like a weird little truffle pig getting chocolate snacks, you know, <laughs> scooting around on four like the weirdest eagle fucking bear of all time, just ass in the air, scooting around. I'm like, that sounds nice. Sounds like a good time. But it's not. You know? Casey was talking about psychedelic drugs. Okay. He was. It's true. It happened. <laughs> I'm not lying. I wouldn't lie to you. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, like, uh, I, that's, I, I, one of the things uh, I always hate about, do you guys like Joe Rogan, by the way? Do you think he's cool? Yeah, he's cool, right? Well, no? Okay, fine. That's okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of the same way, because I think he's dumb. I think he's a dumb guy. Like, if you listen to enough of that show, you just realize, like, he is dumb, and it's fine. But, like, his response for everything for a while was just like, man, you know what would solve all the world's problems? Just do DMT and LSD and everything will be cool. And you're like, that's retarded. <laughs> that's sort of shitty prescription. Because like psychedelics, you don't, they don't make everything automatically good. Like, and if, if, you, if you've done it at any time, it's like you have the people that are cool and like become relaxed or they have the people that are like, I am God now. I am God and the devil. Like, it's like, yeah, you're like, this isn't cool. This sucks. It makes, if you're a fucking egomaniac, it makes an egomaniac a bigger egomaniac. It just sharpens the sword. It sharpens the tool, you know? That's the reason why, like, fucking all these Silicon Valley billionaires, they take LSD, they fucking microdose all the time, and these guys are just like, like, Elon Musk polishes his third eye and goes, 
oh my God, I saw, I saw another dimension. I saw Jesus, and he told me to get rid of more unions than Henry Ford. I need, I need, I need to take away people's health care. Like that's. All right, thanks, guys. Hell yeah, John Gallagher, everybody. Oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna keep this comedy train rolling. Your next comic is very funny. I want you guys to all give it up right now for Mr. Michael Sadumba. Woo. Test, test, testies. Um, yeah, working. All right. Um, people say I look like Manny Pacquiao if he did surfing, like. Kobanga, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's a big role model of mine. He's a big role model. But another role model of mine is Bruce Lee. Are you guys a big fan of Bruce Lee? Yeah. He's a shit. Yeah. Um, that's okay if you guys don't think that. But I've been a big fan ever since I was Asian. Um, Bruce Lee's a shit. But yeah, a lot of people say I don't look black, which I don't get. I don't really get it because I have a big dick. I'm kidding. I'm Asian. I got a little dick. Um, <laughs> Asian probs. But yeah, I think it was Shakespeare or, or Jim Carrey. I get mixed up. I think he said, like, humor is found in brevity. Like, brevity is in, like, the little things. Like my little dick. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, give it up if you have a small dick. Hey, honesty. God doesn't hate liars. Um, I'm kidding. God hates liars. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. It's great. Um, you guys have a lot of roommates? N yeah, roommates. San Francisco is expensive, right? One of my roommates is like really religious. We're talking about heaven and hell. He said, Michael, if you don't believe in heaven, you're going to go to hell. And I'm like, Josh, you're gay. I'm like, we're still going to be roommates in hell. <laughs> we're still going to be, we're still splitting rent. Um, in hell. Um, still can't suck my dick though. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's great. It's great having roommates. Um, you know what's weird about Christianity? It has Christian rock. That's weird. About like Buddhism. Like, Buddha, 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 Buddha rocking everywhere. Buddha, 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 Buddha rock. Like that song. Buddha rock. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's you know. It's weird, Christian Christianity, Christian rock, but um, I've been I've been dating this girl for quite a while. Uh, it's, it's, it was our it was our tenth date last Sunday, right? Pretty, you know, accomplishment for myself. Tenth date, never been that far, and I thought it was a time to ask her the question, right? Ask her the question. Um, it's just I thought it was perfect moment like the sun was shining perfectly on her face like red orange yellow all the colors of the sun and the grass is green right Stowe Lake was green I don't know why Stowe Lake was green but it was green um the birds were chirping the sky was blue I thought it was a perfect time to ask her a question um can I bust on your face <laughs> I'm kidding I asked her if she wanted to do anal uh she said yes now we're doing anal um it's great I feel great uh, kind of sore though, um, but feel great. <laughs> Wedgies all day. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's great. But she says it's not really about the size of your dick that matters, Michael. It's about like the motion, ocean. 
I'm kidding. I say that to myself right before I, I do it with her. Um, but it's, um, I say that to my two-inch assassin. Uh, yeah, that's what I call my, that's what I call my dick. Uh, copyright that shit. Two-inch assassin. But yeah, it's, um, they say, like, if you can make a girl laugh, like, you can make her do anything. But she still doesn't eat my ass. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, you're trying to, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my time, guys. Thank you for staying. All right. Woo! Give it up again for Michael Satumba, everybody. I will eat your ass later. Fuck yeah. What's up, bro? I'm going to get in there. I'm going to spit on that shit. I'm going to talk dirty to it. Like, yeah, you dirty asshole winking at me and shit. Cool. I just wanted to make this weird for everybody right now real quick. All right, you guys, we're going to keep this comedy train rolling. Your next guy is very funny. Please get up for Mr. Cooper. Uh-oh. Oh, technical difficulties here. Uh, look, we run a clean ship here, but anybody give it up again for Mr. Cooper. Carlton. All right, real quick. Does anybody have anxiety? No? My, oh, okay. Great. No offense, I was just starting to think I was the only one. Like, I get that severe anxiety. Like, when I make an eye contact with somebody, I'm always like, can that motherfucker hear what I'm thinking? Like, until I was 18, I thought it was normal for everybody to throw up before they broke up with someone. And then I went to the doctor, and they were like, no, you just have severe anxiety and depression. So I never went back there, you know? I know there's more up there, why the fuck would I let them name it? <laughs> yeah, like, it's gotten to the point where I think I could be a schizophrenic. I'll never know, I won't take the test, but I could be. This started when my friend asked me, like, have you ever thought that you could be a schizophrenic? I was like, no, you look pretty fucking real to me. And he was like, no, seriously, we've, uh, looked into the symptoms and we think you might have a few. And that was the first time I really thought about it because my first reaction was, who the fuck is we? Um, and to all you people like, this is horrible listening right now, like I'm, I'm a terrible person. All right, I kind of knew you were gonna say that. I already had that conversation with myself. We both think we can say it. Um, yeah, but uh, if you see anybody my age talking in front of you, just don't listen. Like, 99% of the time, you don't need to. Like, even if they're like, danger, there's a fire, danger. Like, no. No, you could be like, where? where's the fire? And they'd be like, uh, oh, you haven't seen Australia? Oh, that was a bad one. Um, uh, uh-oh. Um, yeah, like, it's gotten to the point with kids my age that nobody knows what they're gonna do. Like, at this point, I could come into work on Monday and be like, oh my God, my life changed. I think I wanna be a priest. And they'd be like, oh, okay, cool, have fun. Like, they wouldn't care, nobody, nobody is relying on me right now. So, I mean, I get it when you guys just tune us the fuck out, like right now. You know, I understand, but it pisses me off because I'm 18, but I look like I'm fucking 11, so I might be stuck here for a while, like nobody listening. Like, if you're over 30 and hitting on me, I know you have an issue down there buried in there about your son. <laughs> 
Like, every time I go to Walgreens, I get ID'd buying condoms. I don't actually. I just feel like I do. The dude's always like, does he know how to use this? Wow. Like, what am I going to do for a career at this point? My only options are probably either stepmother porn or, like, the bait in to catch a predator. And either way, I'm just trying to get somebody off. Uh, yeah, but I want to be old. Not, like, look older. I want to be, like, footstep of death old. Like... I want to be that kind of old where you can say to any girl, you can hit on any girl and it's at least cute. Because right now I'm just either creepy or like, that's nice, but where's your mom? Like, just can't do it anymore. Like, I want to be that old where people are just like, shh, listen, he's old. Like, I remember I used to go visit my grandma and my mom would be like, listen to her, learn something. She's like a library. I don't know about you guys, but my grandma was just racist and full of conspiracy theories. That's more like fucking Reddit. Um, yeah, but I just moved to San Francisco. Just moved into a hostel. Um, that's been fun. Uh, it was the first time in my life I've ever had a roommate. And he's a weird guy. The way he introduced himself was, uh, Hey, I'm James, and I like to have a lot of sex. And that'll put you in a weird spot because you're like, Wait, me? You want Wow, San Francisco is progressive. Um, yeah, but he's, he just says weird shit. Like, he calls his dick a diesel engine. And he, like, he says it's because he's got a big load and he works better with oil. And that's amazing to me because if my dick was a car, it's like a Ford Focus. It's nice. It'll get you there. But no girl's telling her friends about her Ford Focus. Like, it's just not happening. And every time I do this joke, it's fucking hilarious because it gets silent just like this. Because some of you guys are sitting there like, haha, funny, not me though. Haha, funny, not me. And some of you have a girl sitting next to you like, no, I love my Ford Focus. No, I swear I'm satisfied. All right, guys, that's my time. Everybody give it up again for Mr. Cooper Carlton. Yes, oh my God. You guys, we're getting down to the wire. We only have three more comics left for you, but that doesn't mean that they're not any good. They're amazing. Everybody, your next comic is one of my favorite people. I love her so much. Please give it up for Miss Rachel Pinson. He picks favorites. What's up, listening audience in Turkey? What's up, listening audience in Greece? I know you're out there. There's more of you out there than there is in this room anymore, but I'm going to do a joke that you won't understand. I've been not paying attention and staring at this sign because I'm a good comic. I tuned out. <clears throat> Someone's dead mom did a singing performance. That's pretty fucking impressive. Uh, let's see. It's, Beetlejuice did a song getting people to say their name. That had to be really exhausting for him, popping up in all those places. Here, it says the karaoke's still alive, but down here, we state that we want karaoke gone. All right, there, that was enough of that, I think. What? No, that's it. That's all I had. Um, observation from the Midwest, guys. Actually, I'm from Ohio, and there's really nothing west about it. There isn't. You've been there. But like nobody believes me when I say I'm from the Middle East. So I stopped saying that. I'm actually from this part of Ohio that's like technically Appalachia. Like the southern part's Appalachia. The northern part wants to be the East Coast, but the East Coast doesn't want them. That's why we're the Midwest, I guess. I don't know. 
I didn't know how white trash I was until I went to college and people pointed it out and they would say things like, Hey, let's go thrifting. And I was like, you mean like back to school shopping? Like, I don't like, sure. Like I've ever paid retail for anything. Um, I, uh, I hear a lot of comics talk about how disappointing they are to everybody because they weren't the doctor that their parents wanted them to be. They ended up being a techie and doing stand-up. And my parents are just impressed. They're like, oh my God, you pick up a microphone and talk in front of people in a city? That's crazy. Like you graduated high school and you didn't even get pregnant? That's amazing. That's like, you went to college? Like you didn't graduate, but you went there and that's more than we ever did. I have an Asian boyfriend. Filipinos count as Asian, right? Yeah. I'm like looking at the Filipino section. <laughs> I don't know why they gravitate. Yeah, they count. Uh, some people, yeah. Anyway, uh, sometimes I think he fetishizes me for being white trash. One time he's like, can you say something to me? But like in a country accent. Okay, I think I got this. I'm 13 years old. Don't tell me how to raise my baby. <laughs> Mama didn't pay the water bill again, but it's okay because we got Mountain Dew on our grub stubs. I want you to kiss me wildly and passionately like my cousin does when he wants one of my oxies. <laughs> Guys hear about the war on drugs, man? I lost a few good men to the war on drugs like George, Andrew, a couple Benjamins, a whole Jackson Five once. That was a rough night. Uh, the opiate crisis in Ohio was really bad. Do you know the show Intervention? I used to like watch it and smoke pot and feel better about my own life choices. You know, like these people are fucked up. Well, there was a rumor that they're all. I'm gonna get this story in under a minute. Uh, all right, there was a rumor that they were coming to my hometown. I'm looking around, everyone's so fucked. I'm like, they're gonna have to do the whole town. And they did, they did the whole town. They called it hillbilly heroin and they didn't do a single intervention. They didn't intervene anybody. They were just like, this is fucked up America, we're out. Which is why I did and that's why I'm here. But we're all watching it together as a family. Like who are we gonna know? This is a really small town. It should like a dilapidated building. My sister's backyard, her dog was in it. My nieces get so excited, they're like, Rufus is famous! Like, oh man, what a shitty thing to be famous for. But what an even shittier way to find out that your sister's dog's been on drugs. Man, let's get Rufus some help. All right, bye. Hey. Yes, she did. Rachel Pinson, everybody. All right. Yo, your next comic is a great friend of mine. I love this guy so much. Please, I want you guys to give him some love for Mr. Ernest Meyer Evangelista. Hey guys, how you guys doing? I was also looking at the wall and uh, do you guys ever notice these like motorcycles on the wall? They have like the year. Is that the year the guy who wrote it died? It's like a 
It's like a big memorial, like, oh, this is when he died in 1920 trying to jerk off his girlfriend, Mildred. Uh, this was 2005. Oh, what is this? I don't know. Uh, yeah, guys, I know I look like I'm just a 15-year-old who's wearing a disguise. Cause I am. Um, I also look like a vampire that only drinks period blood. Okay, no response. I was at a, I was at a, I was at a, at Whole Foods the other day, and I went up to the butcher and, and I asked, uh, "Hey, do, uh, hey, sir, do you have any specials on the on the on the hamburger meat? Any uh, special hamburger meat?" He said, "Oh yeah, I think we have a special on the Kobe beef." And I was like, "Sir, sir, his charred flesh is still on the helicopter propellers. Have you no shame?" Kobe Bryant killed more people, more family members than Aaron Hernandez. I can't listen to Mambo number five anymore, mainly because there are five people who died in that helicopter crash. I'm going to keep on doing it until I get some type of reaction. Kobe was drafted into the NBA at the age of 17, which means R. Kelly would still hit. Would still hit Kobe. Do you think Kobe's in heaven trying to, like, play Jesus in basketball right now? He's like, you might be the son of God, but could you ball, bitch? Um... So, yeah, what else I want to talk? You guys ever think about killing yourself? You ever think about killing yourself? I mean, there's plenty of reasons to kill yourself, such as um, your debt. Um, you have cum in your sock. You still have, uh, uh, you have a, fi it's a $15 minimum, and you only have $2 in your, uh, Debit card. You don't know where your car is right now. Because you kind of forgot. Okay. Um, what other reasons? But I think I figured out a pretty good reason to kill myself. And if this was to happen, automatically I'm going to kill myself. And that's if I saw myself. You don't get what I'm saying? Okay, so imagine if you open a door and you saw yourself looking right at you. I know what to do in that situation because I know myself and I know if I was an evil clone that broke out Genentech, I would try to murder myself and then take over his life and then wear a curly mustache. I'm trying to tell you guys something. New Year, new me, man. Also, are you guys keeping up with New Year's resolutions? No. No? I'm keeping up with mine. Every day, I've been going commando, bro. Could you tell? <laughs> no underwear, man. We don't need underwears. Also, coronavirus started from uh, people eating bats, which makes me think 
Maybe we're all going to be vampires. You guys don't like vampires, just You guys ever ate a pussy on a period? I want to wait till you grab the grab the mic. It's like eating It's like eating cherry pie except it doesn't taste like cherries. It tastes like a mouthful of pennies. But that's okay. Cuz I'm iron deficient and I need more blood in my system. All right, you guys are good night. All right, Ernest Meyer Evangelista. Are you, are you all right, Ernest? You good? What's going on with your leg, bud? Okay. Yeah, look, dude, life hurts, bro. Uh, I went down on a girl on her period one time, but, like, it hadn't started yet, but, like, as I was going down on her, it started, and, like, I like it, something felt off, but I didn't really know, and so afterwards I got up to, like, go grab a towel to wipe things off, and I looked at myself in the mirror, and I had, like, full-on Dracula going, you know? It was just like, blur. Yeah, it's fucked up. Um, interesting. Okay. Uh, yo, <laughs> we're down to your final comic, you guys. We may be small, but we're mighty. I want you guys to give a lot of love to your next guy. Please give it up for Mr. Lucas Larson. One time. I got drunk and woke up in Mexico. I also started in Mexico. <laughs> Growing up, my dad was real strict on don't ask, don't tell, as in don't ask him if Santa Claus is real and he won't tell you he isn't. So like, I, I remember my mom telling me this when I was little, pulls me aside, is like, okay, Christmas is coming. And Santa's going to bring presents, but don't ask your dad about Santa. And like, if I was older, I would have ran to my dad and been like, dad, I think mom's cheating on you with someone named Santa. But instead I was just like, yeah, that sounds great. And then Christmas comes and I'm opening presents from Santa and looking back on it, I realized that. I was surprised, but my dad was more surprised. And so, um, the biggest, uh, the biggest Hail Mary I've ever thrown on for a first date is, Hey, do you want to meet up in a week in another country? And then just like everyone who throws a Hail Mary. I was surprised when it actually worked. And so like, I'm freaking out because on the inside, I'm like, dude, she's uh fine to another country to see you book a room with one queen size bed. But then that, that was presumptuous. So the other side of me, the side that's currently talking to you was like, dude, book a room with two twin beds freaking out and found a solution. I found a room with one queen size bed and two twin size beds. But then I found out later that the queen size bed was just two twin size beds pushed together. And I'm like, fuck now I'm the weirdo that got the room with four beds. And like 
somehow that went well. So she visited San Francisco recently and like took her to Golden Gate Bridge, Alcatraz, and like she was excited. But like the real highlight of the trip was when we went to Costco. She was just like, wow, you can buy popcorn for a month. And so like, guess what I'm trying to get at is the best way to have cheap dates is just to uh, go with someone who's never been to America before. <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah, so we're going to go to McDonald's. Is that special? No. Okay, now we're going to go in and out. Is that special? Somehow, yes. <laughs> okay, thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. You're a great host. For Mr. Lucas Larson, everybody. All right, folks. Well, this is the end of happy hour over here at Mutiny Radio. But don't touch those dials because uh, we've got another show coming. It's uh, at 8 o'clock. We're going to have Pamtastic Comedy Clubhouse with a lineup of great comedians, including myself, Marcus Howard. Uh, that'll be happening at 8 o'clock. So stay around. Love yourself. Bye.
All right, hey, how's it going? Is it is this is it recording? Yeah. It's still eight. It might is it still it off. is it still going? Yeah. Well. Maybe the break is running. Yeah, technically it's still not half the hour. Hey, listen. Uh, how you guys doing? Uh, we got a good crowd in here tonight. Woo! Dave, yeah. David Stowers, man, it's good to see you, bro. It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute, man. I was definitely on that free Stolowitz tip for sure. Oh, what's up? What's going on? Doing an unofficial uh, set. What's your name? Jessica, good to meet you. Um, I don't know. I'm not really doing a set. I just have a mic in my hand. Um. Hey, be hey, be be uh, discreet with that. Oh, it's White Claw. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. I like the sh- I like the, like the Nate- Nathan. I like the shirt, bro. I like the shirt. Like the shirt, bro. You 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 a fighter? You you know some jujitsu? A little bit. You know jujitsu? Is that your thing or? Got some training there. What, what's your belt level? How far along is that? What is that? What's the, what's the ranking? It's like white belt, and then the the the, the beginner is white belt. That's let me let me let me say something. That's racist as fuck. The white belt is beginner. As as a white person, I I, I gotta take offense and to that. After, like and black black belt is number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Y'all should. You should fuck with the the, the Asians because yeah. they got they got y'all. Yeah, dude. They know that we're on top. Where 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 uh, where is yellow at? Yellow belt. There's no yellow. There's there's no yellow belt. The Asians see they're slick. Well, let's, we don't make a we don't make yellow belt. How's more of a? Okay, it's different. So I've seen people with a yellow belt. And jujitsu is, but jujitsu is Japanese or what? What's there's yeah Brazilian jujitsu, but what is where did the where did it originate? Okay. OG Jiu-Jitsu. You guys want to hear some? You guys want to hear some jokes? Yes. Um, these, these are some new jokes. Uh, talk about it's about Jesus, our Lord and Savior. You heard of him? Yeah, yeah. So you know, you know, he could turn uh, water into wine. You know, but what what else, what else could he could he turn uh, could he turn it back? Listen to his set. Hey, man, I got one. Uh, he's in the middle of this fucking hot take on, on fucking, oh, what was it, cartwheels? No, that was his thing. <laughs> you think Jesus, you think Savior. Jesus knew ju- uh, jujitsu? Uh, hey, well, Jesus, ju- 
Jesus Jiu Jitsu. Jesus Jitsu. But honestly, honestly though, like what? Like they're not specific enough in the Bible. Like, could he turn it back? You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's. You know what I'm saying? Could he turn? You know, if somebody, somebody got too fucked up. It's like Judas, you've had enough, my son. And, and Judas was like, I'm not, I'm not your son. And you know, the rest was history. You, you know, you know Judas, his his uh, his story. Fuck Jesus up. Probably, probably, probably because he cut him off that one night. But what else could Jesus do with liquids? You know what I'm saying? Could he turn water into whiskey? Fuck the wine. Let's. Fuck the Cabernet. Let's fucking let's fuck with some real shit. You know? Could he turn? Could Jesus? Real, real question. Could Jesus turn whiskey into better whiskey? You know, he's like, what, what you got there, Jack Daniels? All right, boom. Uh, there's some 25-year-aged McCallans right there. Listen, I, listen, I knew Jesus. My name's Luke. All right, I was there. And it was, it was what, four, four accounts of Jesus was Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. And it, all of them were varying differently. It's because we were all fucked up. And we didn't <laughs> remember exactly what happened. We were like, what happened? It was, it was uh, yeah. But, but, could, but here's my question, though. Could Jesus turn piss into Patron? You know what I'm saying? A little alliteration. For that. Hey, hey now. Hey now. Right, would, you, would y'all drink that? If it was the real Jesus, if it was the real Jesus, oh yeah, that's that's tequila now. No, he could probably do that. Yeah, probably he'd probably give you better. Yeah, he'd give you that 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 that, that magway. Uh, what up? Oh, you guys think uh, you guys think uh, he's coming back, Jesus? He did. He came. He came back. He came back too early. If if Jesus comes back, you think he's gonna be a, like an iPhone guy or an Android guy? Yeah. See, you see, you see. This is a classic example of motherfuckers just taking the options that are given to him. He's not gonna be either one. He's a fucking, he's a Metro guy. He's a Nokia, he's a T-Mobile guy. If anything, I bet you'll probably still be on some uh, carrier pigeon shit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all this shit. Be like, the government's watching us and shit. Jesus is definitely a conspiracy theorist. I don't know. But I'd be thinking, like, people say, uh, is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back, you know? I'd be thinking about that when I'm jacking off I'm like really is this this is where Jesus is going to come back to fucking DMV bathroom you know so it's a long wait in there it's a long wait I'm sure he'll descend from a mountaintop 
you know, I hear about it. I, I hear about it on NPR. You know, I don't fucking know. All right, well, um, leave you guys with one more joke. Uh, how many Swedes does it take to uh, screw in a light bulb? How many? Pro- probably, I imagine one. Could could figure it out. Not that not that difficult. If it's from IKEA, then uh, if it's if it's if it's a Swede, then they probably won't have to do shit. You know what I'm saying? The Swedish. See, that's the thing. Like people don't understand. The Swedes have, like, between amongst Swedes, there's they got they got a, a telepathy going on. And that's people. The Swedes don't realize that. It's like. Nobody else can figure out how the fuck to put this fucking table together because they because they the instructions are for Swedes and the instructions are like, you know, figure it out. And Swedes are like, well, read other Swedes minds, you know what I'm saying? And they'll figure it out or something. I don't fucking know. I don't fuck with Ikea. I'm, I'm Norwegian. I'm not Swedish. OK, so fuck the fucking Swedes. You know what I'm saying? Fake ass. Fake ass Vikings, you know what I'm saying? We was on the edge. We got the fjords. You know what I'm saying? You know what fjords are? Yes. We got the fucking fjords. We got the whales. All right, we on we on the coast. You know what I'm saying? We went to fucking uh, Newfoundland. I think. I don't fucking know. But but I'm Norwegian, so we're we're better. We're doper. End this end this story. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. And Marcus, don't forget your pot bread. It's in the back. It's your payment. It's your payment for hosting that mic, man. Enjoy. Drugs. There you go. Welcome to Mutiny Radio. Isn't this lovely? And uh, <laughs> tell you something I hope you understand. Well, guys, thanks for coming out. <laughs> Just going to Dean Martin this whole thing. Bunch of cool cats and lovely ladies in the audience tonight. I see you. I see every single one of you out there. And all you on your airways, whether you're driving in your cars, whether you're riding a bike, listening to your AirPods because you're a little bit privileged.